Hello, welcome to Stephen Speaks, Season 3, Episode Number 9. We are flying through this season. It's crazy. Seems like not yesterday that I recorded the first episode. Anyway, I um, hope you liked the last episode, uh, which was a guest speak. i uh, hoping to get some more guests on very soon. Anyway, today's episode is going to be about something from uh, my childhood, especially, uh, probably yours as well. Um, actually, maybe not just childhood, to be honest. Um, let, let's get into it and, and let's see what happens. Welcome to Stephen Speak the Podcast. Unscripted prattle on everything and nothing. As always, thank you for joining me. Um, I've noticed a bit of an upturn in listeners recently, just just a slight upturn, which is lovely. So um, if you're a regular listener, thank you so much. And let me know if you like what I'm doing. Um, I never have a plan, so um, I'm recording this a little in advance to when it will go out because I'm going on holiday uh, tomorrow. So um, when you hear this, I'll I'll have actually returned home. Maybe will I still be there? I have no idea. I can't work things out. Um, but anyway, it's it's super hot, so you may hear a bit of fan noise in the background because I have like a fan going off right. Now. I have two fans on me right now because it's so humid in the UK right now. Anyway. Um, the episode today was a bit cryptic in the intro. Um, never actually said what it was going to be about, but it's going to be about like, especially in the UK. I don't know if it's a thing around the world. Maybe, um, but stationary when you're at school, and just you know, kind of keeping up with the Joneses a little bit, um, and and you know, having having the having the right stuff. Um, and when I started when I started thinking about this episode, it was, I was thinking mainly about stationery, but I suppose it goes farther afield than that, and the whole peer pressure thing about having the right stuff. But in the UK, especially when I was a kid, maybe it's not the same now because things have moved on and technology has moved on. I feel like kids be more bothered about the technology they have rather than what pen they're writing with. But when I was a kid, it was like super super serious important to get the right kit in your in your pencil case. Like, you had to have the right pencils, the right pens, the right eraser, the right pencil case. Um, it's a bit ridiculous when I look back. Um, and it may have made me a little bit obsessed with, like, buying stuff from stationery shops or, like, uh, art shops and craft shops. Um, and I have, I still, as an adult, still have quite a lot of stuff like that. I still have, like, protractors and uh, angle finders and... and pens and different types of um, fine liners and, and, and felt tips and I hardly ever use them to be honest Like I, I do a bit of doodling every so often but they, they stay in like one of my little cupboards in my desk here in my room and um, yeah but it's, it's just nice to have some nice stationery and when when I was at school as I say it was it was like super important like this, the beginning of term like, you'd admire the mum and dad to go out shopping for, like, a new pencil case. And they'd be like, what's happened to your old pencil case? And you'd be like, well, I need a new one. That was last year's. And I, I must admit, my mum and dad were pretty okay with that. Like, they wouldn't spend a fortune on me because I can't remember the actual price of them. Uh, a couple of quid, probably, for, a, like, a, a normalish one. Um, but you'd pay, like, five or six quid for, like, a, a branded one or something like that. My mum and dad were never too 
into buying me like super expensive uh, like pencil cases or anything like that but they, they they wanted me to have like the right equipment so they'd buy me a nice pen because i'm terrible at writing so they liked me to have like a nice pen and i tried fountain pens for a while and i do actually write better with them um but they, they would they would buy me the right parts of the stationery and because uh, i was quite good at graphic design when i was at school and i think when i started getting into the graphic design area they were like you know what and i asked for this like a stadler i don't even stay i don't even stay that that's how we say it in the uk I think it's a German brand. Um, um, I, I really, really wanted like a mechanical pencil. Uh, I still love them now. Actually, they're just they're just so nice to draw with. I don't I don't know what it is. But when I got into like graphic design and and stuff, like, I had like a technical drawing board, and they got me some really nice fine liners and some really nice, uh, really nice uh, set of like shaders and, and stuff like this. And I got my, my, my I got my mechanical pencil with my. Um, with my technical drawing board, which I've actually still got, my left foot is actually touching it because it's, it sounds weird. Uh, but I've got, I've got it in in my cupboard where and where I rest my foot, where I do the, when I do the podcasts, uh, it's it's in there like a little narrow cupboard, uh, and I rest my foot in it when I when I'm doing the podcasts. There's a weird fact you didn't think you'd find out today, um, but yeah, and I got I got super into it. But like some of the kids who used to come to school and then their, their pencil cases were probably worth about fifty quid, and it was it was ridiculous. Like, not the actual pencil case, like, the pencil case and the contents. Um, but it, it doesn't really stop there, does it? Like, because I, I, well, I, one of my favourite ones was a gull. Uh, I'll tell you what my favourite one was. A gull, like, um, what do you call them? Like, wetsuit kind of material. Or dry suit. I don't know what the difference is, to be honest. Um, but, like, that wetsuit, like, neoprene kind of material. And it was a, the brand gull. And it had, like, a zip across the front. And it was brilliant. It lasted me ages, actually. In, into college, actually. Because I kind of got to the point where... They want to spend like twenty quid on loads of crap, and I had loads at home anyway. Um, well, one one thing is when you, when you have nice things though, people steal it, don't they? So I remember one one time I got this really really cool fountain pen, and it was like see through, but like a luminous yellow see through plastic. Do you know what I mean? Like so, it looks see through, but when you look at the end, it looks like it's glowing because like that the prism 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 effect. I'm guessing um, physics, um, and I remember that was in junior school. Um, so when I was about like ten, and I only had it like a week, and someone stole it, and I was devastated. And 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 the contents of my, the rest of my pencil case as well. Um, you can't have nice things sometimes, can you? Um, anyway, it doesn't really stop with like pencil cases because like when you when you're a kid, like peer pressure is massive, isn't it? So, um, you have to have the right gear. Now, my mum and dad were, were were not for buying branded stuff, um, especially you know. For trainers and stuff like that, definitely not. But I always had nice shoes. Like I, had, I had a problem with like really sweaty feet when I was a kid, which is disgusting. They never used to smell weirdly enough. Um, they used to smell of toffee actually, which is weird. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Someone's probably going to say that's because you've got diabetes, Stephen. But I don't. Um, and I've been tested. I get tested will work. Um, anyway, <laughs> I used to always get like because uh, I used to have like problems with my feet and weird shaped feet and pain when I walked and I had growing pains in my knees and um, loads of annoying things that children sometimes develop and my mum used to buy me Clark Shoes which is a brand in the UK I don't know whether it's like known in the US or anywhere else around the world but in the UK it's very well known and they do really nice but quite expensive shoes so I always used to have nice shoes but I suppose you've got a give and take haven't you so if I've got nice shoes for school 
because um, in the UK we have uniforms um, in most schools, so you have to wear like trousers, shirt, tie, blazers, and normally black shoes. Um, so normally when it came to like the trainers side of it, it was like off a market stall or a cheap shop. So I was never, never getting the Nikes or the or the Reeboks or or anything like that. And uh, I think the, the first branded pair of shoes I had was, was actually in senior school. And it was actually doctor recommended, which I remember was amazing to me because I'd got these low arches on my feet and I was getting like pains in my ankles and, and, and my feet. And I had grown pains in my knees and in my, my shins and not my shins, my, my, um, like the, the, like the base of my foot basically. And we tried in insoles and the doctor actually said probably the best thing would be is to get him a pair of Nikes with air soles because it's naturally cushioned. And I was like, yes, please. And uh, so we went out and bought some some black Nike trainers. So they kind of look like school shoes, basically. Um, as black as, could, as black as they could get. And I was insanely happy because they were the first shoes I've ever, ever had, like Nikes I'd ever had, uh, of any branded shoe, actually, apart from Clark's. And um, it never really bothered me up to that point. I mean, I had a pair of Golas, I think, when I was a kid. I'd have had Gola shoes, which is a brand I don't think exists anymore. I don't, I've never heard of it for a while. And I love them because they glow, they glowed in the dark. Um, I think my Nana bought me them. Anyway, I digress. So what I'm trying to get at is, in a roundabout way, is there's so much pressure on kids to have like the latest thing. And when it, But it was like, I feel like it was a little bit more simple back in the day because it was more about clothing I never really had the clothing, so I had to do it off my own merit and stuff. So I had the odd bit of bits and bobs, but nine out of ten times it was like market stall stuff, uh, which wasn't branded. Um, but if you had the wrong market stall stuff as well, you had to, you had to be careful because I I had market stall stuff for the for the most part, but it was like unbranded and trying not to be anything it wasn't. So it wasn't trying to replicate Adidas or or Nike, because you'd get these invitations where it'd be like a weirdly upside-down, backwards Nike tick. Um, or, like, whereas, like, Adidas have, or Adidas have, like, three stripes, it'd be, like, four stripes or five stripes. Whereas I never got that. I, I used to try and, if I was going for trainers, I'd try and just get, like, the blandest, like, generic trainer ever. And, because um, you would just get absolutely wailed upon if, you know, if you, if you got, a pair of trainers that was trying to be something else. So I never really did that. And I'm kind of thankful for my parents that they never tried to force that upon me. Um, maybe that was, I don't know if that was a, a like, you know, like a, a conscious decision on their part, whether they just thought, no, that even the invitation branded stuff is still dearer than just the market store stuff. There's nothing, there was nothing wrong with the market store stuff, to be honest. Like it lasted me like all the term. I did have to have like a bag every year and I, I did, think like it was like a false economy because a lot of my mates used to have like branded stuff and it would last a lot longer and they used to, I, I've always looked after stuff as well like them them trainers I had I had until my feet were too big for them basically they were pristine still really um and I've always been like that looking after looking after my stuff um and I think I'm quite lucky because my I don't know what it was my like my social standing point in in my social standing in school um I was kind of like the nerd um, but I was also kind of popular, I suppose, as well. Like, I, I used to hang around with some of the popular kids um, and some of the nerdy kids and some of the slightly naughty kids as well. They even kind of didn't mind me. Um, I, basically, what I'm saying is I got on with most people, I think. Um, 
So people didn't really take the piss out of me that too often for not having stuff because, I don't know, maybe I had something about me and they, they were like, you know, he's not just about brands. And, he and I never really cared, to be honest, uh, too much anyway. Um, but yeah, but the whole thing about like being obsessed with like stationery and stuff like kind of brought me to thinking like, you know, how, how when you are younger, you kind of obsessed with, with keeping up with what your peers have got. And I know some people are into adulthood, but it's definitely not me. I've I've never really been um fashionista. Uh I think most people would attain a test to that. But I know what I like and I like what I like and I wear what I want. And um I'm comfortable with that. I've never been I've never been bothered about that. Um if I wanted to go and wear a pair of jeans and a shirt or a tie and I would. Like I, I for years, like I used to wear like a shirt and a tie for going going out because I just thought it was smart. You'd go to the pub with a shirt and tie. Like genuinely, when I was at college, I used to wear a shirt and tie quite a lot. And um, yeah, I don't know where this episode's going to be honest. It, um, I just I think I just think it's like the whole peer pressure thing to be obsessed with something because you're worried what people will think, and. It's a it's a sad state of affairs, and I must admit, with the, with the whole pencil case thing, I think I did kind of fall into that. With the clothing, clothing, I I didn't, and I think that's probably because I was kind of able to get into the whole stationary thing because it was slightly cheaper, and I could convince my parents, you know, it's only a pen, buy me that pen. It's like twenty p twenty p dearer than that pen. Uh, whereas asking for like a hundred pound pair of trainers was just like a big no no. Um, saying that I didn't, I didn't didn't go without things but my parents just were very much of would you prefer to have that pair of trainers or would you like to go out and see stuff with us and I always opted to go out and do stuff and don't get me wrong we had the odd bits of uh I remember, I remember me and my brother both got uh, Adidas track suits from the catalogue my mum paid for over a long period of time well my brother's got Adidas one and I got like a, a generic one. And when I say track suits, they were shell suits. Now, if anyone doesn't know what a shell suit is, just Google it. They were all the rage and ironically um, became a study on deprivation. True, true fact. Yeah, I learned that at college. Um, not, not at the time when they were popular, but following because they were like cheap and hard wearing. Um, and I inherited my brother's one and I loved it. I lived and died in it. It was so good. It lasted so long. And um, when I got my first proper tracksuit when I was at when I was at school, um, it was one for my birthday, and I absolutely begged my parents to take me to one of the little sports shops, a little local sports shop in in Crewe, where I live, and um, she bought me a full Nike. I had I had had recently had trainers. I think I'd saved up myself and put something to them because we ne I needed some new trainers. And I, my mum basically put in what she would pay for a normal pair of trainers, and I added to it. So I got a Nike pair of trainers, and then on my birthday she agreed to buy me this Nike tracksuit that I wanted. And um, I know I keep swapping between Nike and Nike. I don't know why. Um, I don't know actually which one it is. So if it's annoying you, so um, <laughs> um, yeah. So she bought me this Nike tracksuit and Nike T-shirt. So I was like Nike man, um, and it was the best day ever when I went to school on not on like non-uniform day. And wore my Nike stuff. No, my mates actually like took heed as well of, of it. They they made a big thing about it. They were like, "Oh my god!" Like you with all the brands, Steve. And I was like, "Yeah." And uh, 
it did mean something to me. I wasn't I wasn't like overly bothered, but when when it happened, my mum said, "Oh, actually, we'll buy that tracksuit for your birthday." I was like, "What?" Um, and it was pretty special when I got to college, uh, when I got to school, and was wearing it. Um, but peer pressure is a weird thing. Like, it's, it's, it goes show how how bizarre it is because I was really more concerned about pencil case than than clothing. But when I actually had the clothing, it kind of meant so much to me. It's really weird, isn't it? Psychology and and human behavior and and over something so materialistic as well. Uh, very very bizarre. Very bizarre. Uh, not really like that now. Well, I wasn't really too like it when I was younger. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I just wear what I like, and that's <laughs> I do what I want. I'm an adult, so that that's the is that is that the is that the is that the good thing about being an adult where you can just be you to a point i don't know i don't know i've got to go to work unfortunately still um you never know if you keep sharing my stuff and you know maybe i can do this as a full-time job um and get interviewing some celebrities yay that'd be that would actually be pretty cool i joke about it but that would actually be pretty sweet um but yeah that was a bit of a winding one i don't really know what i was getting at i think i was getting at the point where it's weird what you get obsessed with and it's weird that peer pressure event, <laughs> peer pressure can push children into buying the perfect pen and show off about it. Um, like I say I don't know what really children would do would do now. I mean, I'm guessing stationery still exists. I, I would presume it's still clothing to a point where there's, you know, and I, I would guess it's like what watch are you wearing? Like, have you what smartphone have you got? What smartwatch have you got? And uh, what game are you playing? I know Fortnite is still huge. Know some of my friends' children, uh, Minecraft and Fortnite are still the thing to be into, um, and I'm supposed to be pretty pressured into playing it. Anyway, I'm just rambling now. Um, surprise, surprise! But thank you very much for listening. Um, speaking of which, I do, I do have a subscription now, so you can actually go into the description of this episode, and you should be able to click a link. And if you want to support me monthly, then you can do. FYI, it's in dollars because the company that I use to upload all my videos is in dollars. Um, so don't worry, it's not 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 weird. That's just what it is. It's not like a fake link. Uh, it's definitely genuine. And if you can feel in your heart to support me, that'd be brilliant. I've also got a link to uh, buy me a coffee, so it's a similar thing, but it's just a one-off thing. Um, but yeah, I'd really appreciate it. Say, I know you know I say this all the time when I mention something like that. I didn't start this podcast for that, but it would be nice um, to get something that just to help cover some costs uh somewhat and to know that people are out there and uh, appreciate it because uh, i appreciate you um so yeah thank you very much for listening to that really weird ramble about pencil cases and clothing i have no idea what i'm going to call this episode very bizarre <laughs> anyway until the next time <laughs> this is uh this is me signing off uh uh take care of yourselves and i'll speak to you soon You've been listening to Stephen Speak the Podcast. Thanks for listening to my unscripted prattle on everything and nothing. Visit stephenspeak.com for updates, information, and my blog. You can follow more updates on social media at stephenspeakpc. Thanks very much, and I'll speak to you soon.